everybody. Welcome back to Living Your Life for the First Time Ever. I am Kim D. Overton. I want to talk about being set free. You know, we have had things in our lives to happen that has held us hostage and kept us bound. And tonight, I want to touch on the subject about uh, when you intertwine with someone sexually, the things that happen in the spiritual realm that we're not even aware of. There is a transfer that takes place. Um, that's why, you know, it's so important that we wait until we get married because there is such a, a powerful transfer that happens. And, you know, the Word of God talks about and you become one you come to when you um, get married, you now become one. That is so true. Uh, what happens in the spiritual realm is, is that that person, um, those the spirit of God that is on them is transferred to you, and the spirit of God that's on you transfers to them. Well, when you're in the world and you're not born again, uh, those same the the same kind of Uh, transfer happens but what happens is whoever that person uh, was with before being with you um, they bring those people along with them with you in that relationship and you're not aware of the interaction that is going on Um, and I'm not here to condemn anybody because things happen Uh, Maybe you were raped like I was. Uh, Maybe you were molested. Or maybe you just fell into something that you had no intentions of falling into with someone. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm just here to let you know that this is what happens. There's a transfer in the spiritual realm that takes place. You know how we can meet couples that's been married for a period of time. And we'll say, man... Uh, they got some of their char- characteristics. Um, they do so- even some of their face expressions uh, put you in mind of the other person. Um, that comes from uh, also being around them for a period of time, but that comes from the interaction that they have with one another intimately. You take on, and uh, there's just different things that happens, you know. But when you're not. Um, married to this person now let me let me break this down because you may be a christian and may be having an affair with someone's husband or someone's wife that spirit that is on them will attach itself to you and it will be drawn to you and you'll be doing things that you thought you would never do um you know that's why um, being in those type of relationships is, is no joke. Um, you know, God intended for us to wait till we were married because there is such a beautiful side to it. And we, it has been perverted because of what the devil has, um, done in the earth and along with our help, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we've given him the liberty to, do certain things because we participated in it. But God never intended for us to go that route. And if you're in that kind of relationship or you have been, 
don't become uh, feeling guilty or think I'm here to judge you because I'm not. And I want to tell you, you can be restored. Just ask God to forgive you, repent. And that means turn away from it. Never go back to that living of lifestyle again. And God will restore you. Um, It's not always easy when you've been intimate with somebody to cut it off. But you got to bring your flesh under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. You have to. And this is where um, the Lord began to set me free in because I was dealing with certain things and I could not explain it. And it was frustrating me. And um, what made me even more angry one day was I was out and about and I was, matter of fact, considering purchasing a car. And the car dealer You know, he did all this big talk about he was a married man and had been married to his wife over 20 plus years and they had uh, a child and, and blah, blah, this and that. So, you know, I was like, cool. So then when it came time to get ready to sign the paperwork, he had the audacity to ask me, would I consider dating him? And I looked at him across the table and I was like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? I said, I don't date married men. What in the world is wrong with you? And then he was like, you know what? I'm just joking. And I was like, no, you've done this before because this came out of your mouth too easy, you know, too easily. I was like, no, you've done this before. And when I walked away from there, I was so hurt at the fact that a married man had approached me like that. I I just cried out to the Lord. I said, Lord, what is going on? Why would this married man think that I would consider doing something like that with him? And the Spirit of God began to reveal. He pulled the the covers off and he was like, listen, you got to understand, you're not that way. But that spirit that is attached to, to your rapist is on him. And there was a transfer that was done. And he said, that spirit has attached itself to you. So that spirit that's on that man, he recognized that spirit. So he thought that you were the same way. And he said, you got to denounce and you have got to rebuke. And you going to have to do this. And he told me what to do. I started taking communion and I put it before the Lord and I spoke out loud. I said, this is not who I am. I am the daughter of Jesus Christ. I, I do not have this spirit. I said, I would not tolerate this anymore. And I had to bind that spirit. And then I had to also pay attention and recognize when um, men would approach me, I had to had discernment. And that is so crucial, you know, for us to have discernment. And not just um, women that have that problem. You got men that has had that problem where women come up to you and think they have a right to approach you that way. And you know that is not your character. That's not how you roll. But you have to bind that. Now... You're going to have somebody always trying to test the waters to see if you would make that turn. But you got to speak up 
and decree and declare, I will not tolerate this. This is of the devil and I would not put up with it. That spirit that thought it owned me, you are, you are destroyed. And you know, and I had to begin to talk and say certain things. And the other thing is, you know, um, just because what happened to me, I did not like it. I did not want to be in that situation. But you got to understand, your flesh doesn't know that you have been raped all this time or you've been molested. Your Those triggers was turned on. You know what I'm saying? Um, certain things were activated that should not have been activated until you were married. But now you got to go in and let the Spirit of God turn them off from activating out of out of character out of proper time you know what I'm saying out of um, in a way that it's not time you know uh, I'm not asking the Lord to you know get rid of my uh, desire for to be with the opposite person uh, but I'm asking him to contain to hold me and keep me until the right time. So, you know, you're going to always be fighting against your flesh. But knowing who you are as a child of God and taking your rightful stand and speaking, decreeing and declaring, and you shall have what you say, you know, and you determine how this is going to end. Nobody else can speak your destiny but you. You determine how this is going to end. So I wanted you to stand up and take your freedom because God freed you. You claim your freedom. And um, just know that God is with you. And this is a, a ongoing process. This is a journey. But I'm telling you, God is the restorer. He's the healer. He is the deliverer. So I wanted to uh, share that with you because, you know, every time God... Um, set me free in the area I didn't realize I what was laying inside of me you know there's things that I'm doing today that I never thought that I would do I never saw myself doing because I was held up so long uh, being bound but God has I mean he has set me free and I just wanted to share with you every time I can the freedom that comes when you surrender everything about you to the Lord. And um, God is so faithful. He is faithful. He loves you. He He's looking out for you. And I also in this time that, you know, everybody is going through things. We're in this, um, what they call a pandemic because of COVID-19. I just want to encourage every person that is listening Know that God is still on the throne and we belong to him and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It never said it wouldn't form, but it shall not prosper. And we are covered in the blood of Jesus. You know, I I rebuke the spirit of fear right now that has gripped many of us. I rebuke that spirit of fear. We would not live in fear. God never have forsaken his children. His word clearly states that the righteous have never been forsaken. 
and our seed begging for bread. We are his and we belong to him. He looks out for his own. And I'm going to tell you, this is the best time for the body of Christ. God is shifting us. He's preparing us for his soon to return. And he's getting us in, in order. He's aligning us to be in place. Don't let bitterness or unforgiveness in your heart take you out of you, the position that God needs you to be in. Don't let any distractions come in to remove you from the position that God has placed you in. And I'm encouraging you, if you got any loved ones that are not safe, I'm commanding you to become strong and bold and witness to them because God is soon to return. I know we've heard that saying for years. I grew up as a child hearing that, but I'm telling you, God is soon to return. And he's making us the head and not the tail in this in this time. The what is happening is things are shifting and those that were last are becoming first and those that were first are becoming last. God is staging this. He's placing us in the right position. No, he had nothing to do with this COVID-19. But in the midst of this, he is restoring, he is preparing us, he is prospering us. We're going to see in the end how God is turning all this around for our good. So you just be encouraged and know that God is with you. He has not forsaken you. And I pray right now, anyone that is listening, that has a need, that all your needs are met according to God's riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You would not have any lack. You would not go under. You would not be without. You would have food on your table. God is your source. Make God your only source. He is your provider. God loves you and he has everything that you need. It is in him. So fear not. For God does not dwell in the spirit of fear. But God gives us power. He has given us love and a sound mind. Walk in peace. Walk in peace. And love your enemies in spite of what it looks like, in spite of what's going on. Love your enemies. Walk in love. Let love rule your heart. I love you. God loves you. And the best days are ahead for the body of Christ. I'm telling you, good good things are in store for us. But I wanted to share with you um, about being free from relationships that have held you bound, you know, and being sexually involved with someone. Be set free. You speak and decree and declare because some of you have um, have gotten the situations that you said I would never do. I would never be in. But that spirit that was attached to that person, you know, because it's like a trail. You don't know who this person been with and that person been with. But God does. Go in and begin to speak out of your mouth what you will not tolerate anymore. You have authority. God has given you the authority to rebuke 
and to destroy the enemy in the spiritual realm. And the other thing is, um, if you're a born-again believer, I encourage you to pray in the Holy Ghost more than ever before. Um, The Spirit of God will give you direction. Pray in the Holy Ghost. If you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, um, your prayer, that's a powerful prayer language, and the enemy always comes to fight us in that. But right now, Father God, I pray for those that have not been filled with the Holy Spirit. I ask you right now to, to rest upon their lives right now, to rest upon their body. I command them to begin to speak and the Holy Ghost in their prayer, their prayer language, Lord, so that they'll be able to communicate with you and you'll be able to communicate back with them in a way that they've never have experienced before. And I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, because you said we ask, you would give it unto us. It is ours for the asking. And I thank you, Lord God, that every person that desires to be filled with your with you, Father God, with your precious Holy, your Holy Spirit, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that it's resting upon them right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that they are being delivered right now. Thank you, Father God. We break those yoke of bondages that have tried to hold them in change and captivity, Lord. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. And I command you to be set free. Thank you for your freedom, Lord God. Thank you for your peace that is resting upon their lives right now. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor for what you're doing, for what you're going to do. Lord, we thank you. We trust you, Lord. We rely on you. And we thank you, Lord, that we walk in our freedom. We walk in it. Thank you, Father God. I thank you for your precious people, Lord. I thank you, Father God. You desire for us to be completely set free, whole, nothing broken, and nothing missing. And we thank you, Lord God, for you are the God of restoration. We thank you, Father God. We give you honor. We glorify your name, Lord. You're worthy to be praised. And we thank you, Father God. Each day, we are overcomers. We are not where we used to be, Father God. We are better than we were before. And we give you praise and honor for it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. I want you to have a wonderful and prosperous week. So until we meet at the table again, be blessed.